How do you decide what cards to get graded? That's today's topic. All right, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Matt Powers of The Power Sports and Revealia Show. Thank you again for joining me. You guys can't visit the website, powersportsandrevealia.com. You can follow over there on Instagram, at Powers Autographs. And if you like this video and you like this page, feel free to like, share, subscribe. I definitely always, always appreciate it. The uh, amount of support that I've gotten from this channel is just absolutely incredible. Definitely always appreciate that. And I really, really enjoy making these videos for you guys. Uh, it's just it's just awesome and super fun to do that. So, And today is going to be one of those fun videos. Very popular question I get all the time and I see on almost every card group that I follow, any Facebook page I follow, is how do you decide what cards to get graded? Now, this is definitely a very, very important question to consider because you don't wanna be wasting money on getting cards that have no business getting graded. And today's video is all about getting cards graded for resale purposes, okay? So these aren't gonna be cards for your personal collection. Those you can do what you want with. Definitely recommend getting your high-end cards graded, but that one you can be completely up to you, okay? This is all gonna be about finding cards that we wanna get graded for resale purposes, okay? And this is a kind of like a seven-step process that I go through every time I'm deciding on whether I wanna buy a card and get it graded and then eventually ultimately sell it, okay? So, step one. This is a mind blower one, so get ready. Big deep breath. Grade the guys that sell well. Oh my gosh. Oh my. I, I know, I know that's, that's a big one right there. I mean, I, I know we all love Bull Bull on this channel here, okay? But unless it's a one-of-one one card of Bull Bull, we are not getting him graded, okay? Bull Bull, if you're a watching man, uh, I know I kind of pick on you a little bit. I really just kind of like saying your name a lot. <laughs> I think it's a really cool name, but uh, we're not getting Bull Bull graded, okay? Uh, who are the guys that we, you know, I would recommend getting graded, and these are the guys I personally do for 90 plus percent of the time. Uh, according to Market Movers, okay, this is the data program by Sports Card Investor. They pull all their data from eBay here. Here are the uh, guys that have the sold the most amount of cards dollar-wise over the last 90 days, okay? So most amount of sales money-wise. I think I just said that twice in a row the same exact way. So here we go. Top 10 right now. LeBron James, Luka Doncic. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Zion Williamson, Patrick Mahomes, Giannis, John Morant, Tom Brady, and Mike Trout. And if you follow anything I've talked about on this channel about related to cards and also autographs too, uh, you've heard me talk about these guys. So let's, let's start picking up some of these guys. These are the guys that sell. These are what we're looking to get into Yes, they may be a little more expensive than your bull bulls, but they're the ones that sell. Why buy cards that aren't going to sell, right? Okay, that's step one right there. Step two, find cool-looking cards or rookies, okay? We know rookies sell. Don't have to explain that to you. But having a card with an iconic image on it like Shaq dunking or Michael Jordan dunking or Zion dunking or whatever the player is known for, that is going to be a big, big plus when it comes to selling a card, Okay. Uh, having a good card from a design standpoint, what I mean by that is not having uh, dark edges and whatnot. We don't want to have cards like that, okay? We want to have cards that look cool. If you think it looks cool, 
somebody else might think it looks cool and therefore they will buy your card okay not rocket science pretty straightforward stuff and we want to be finding good quality sets and brands you know panini prism select you know stuff like that for the newer guys of course the older guys are going to have you know different types of brands that are more popular for them but those would be for the ones that, for the newer guys right there okay so again design standpoint find a good one there good quality brands a nice iconic image on the card okay if it looks cool people are going to probably buy it all right and avoid cards with those dark edges very tough to grade and the really silver designs you know for example a 2020 mosaic football really really hard grade because those bubbles on the damn cards god those are a pain in the butt you get a nice pull and you're like oh what the heck is that you know so avoid those ones if possible step three find out what a psa 10 for that card sells for now if there is haven't been any of these cards being graded it's going to be kind of tough to do that but for the most part most cards have been graded so you can kind of see what a psa 10 sells for uh, let's take a quick example here. If a PSA 10 for a card sells for $100, and let's just take the example that you're buying this card raw, let's say for $10, for example, okay? And you're gonna go get that card graded and you're gonna pay for the 20 day service. And now you're gonna pay $25 for grading. Now you're about 35 to $40 into the card when you factor in shipping, okay? Getting that card graded for a PSA 10 that sells for $100, yes, it may go up in value, is probably not the best bet right now, okay? Your margins are going to be really slim when you start talking about uh, selling fees being factored in and also shipping fees as well, okay? Plus, if you get a PSA 9, you are absolutely screwed, okay? You're toast, okay? So we don't want to do that. So ideally, what we're looking for is kind of like a 4x ratio. So including grading, including the card and shipping, all that kind of stuff, if you're going to be about, you know, $40 into a card, I'd like to see a PSA 10 for that card itself about $160. Gives me a little bit of room in case I do get a PSA 9, but also if that card, you know, goes up in value from there, I'm making a lot more money there, but it gives me a nice room to make, uh, going out and getting this card graded worth my time and worth the money. There's nothing worse than getting a PSA 10 card graded and you're like, wow, great, this is awesome. And then you go to sell it and you're like, wait a minute. Uh, I'm going to make $5 on this thing or actually probably lose money on this thing. Okay. We don't want to do that. So we want to be picking cards up that are actually going to have some sort of value. Okay. Step four, research the PSA population report. Ideally, we want to find cards with a low PSA population report, meaning cards that just have not been graded. Okay. Why? Well, less competition. Okay. I don't want to be competing against China selling cards. Okay. They've got way too many people out there. That's going to suck. I don't want to make $5 a card. Okay. That's absolutely pointless. Okay. Don't do that. Uh, so what's low and you know, I, ideally a few hundred would be great, but that's not going to apply to every card. Okay. Take for example, you know, the Michael Jordan, 1986 flares had a few thousand graded. Okay. I would consider that still a pretty low PSA population report for that particular card. Take the Luka Doncic 2018 Prism card. It's had over 13,000 PSA 10s, okay? And over 20,000 graded. That's a lot. Now, yes, Luka does sell, but that's a stiff competition market. And that card's actually been tanking a lot lately, mainly because of there's just a flood of them out there and there's not as many people interested in them as, as there was when the season was going on. So that's why that card's been dipping there. And you want to find cards, too, that are going to grade well, Okay. What did I think grade well? You know, if you look at the PSA population report, it tells you how, how many of each grade that card has been given. You know, if you find one that's got a PSA 10 rate of 50 plus percent above, so that means for 100 cards that have been submitted, 50 have been graded a PSA 10. I think that's a pretty good ratio. You got a pretty good shot of getting a PSA 10 there. Uh, if you get a PSA 9, it's not the end of the world. 
but PSA 10 is what we're shooting for there, okay? Uh, but just again, this does not apply to every single card. Take, for example, the 1986 Fleer card that I just talked about, Michael Jordan, like 2.5% of them PSA 10s, okay? Now, why does that not apply to Michael Jordan? Well, because the PSA 5, 6, 7s, and 8s still sell, okay? But if you get a 2019 card, you get a PSA 5, you're not selling that card, okay? I'm sorry, you just wasted your money, okay? You gotta get a 10. At worst case, you gotta get a 9. And when you look at those PSA population reports, you wanna make sure that those cards are getting a fairly good shot of getting a 10 or a 9, okay? Step five, now you gotta buy your raw cards. Okay? You already know what athlete you want. You know the type of card that you wanna get. Uh, you know the kind of set and all that kind of stuff. You're, you're, you're gung-ho, you know what you want here, okay? eBay, of course, is a great place to buy, but depending on which cards you're looking for, it's going to be hard to find cards that are going to grade PSA 10s, okay? You're not going to find a 2018 Luka Doncic Prism, you know, PSA 10 card on there raw, okay? It's just not going to happen right now. People know that when you get a card graded, you make more money on it, okay? So finding cards with a low PSA population report, that's just where this, this comes into play here. Because now people are like, well, this card's not really worth getting graded, nah, whatever. I mean, it might be a 10, but I'd rather get the 5 bucks for it now or 10 bucks for it now. And you decide, hey, I think that card's going to sell. It looks really good. When you put in a PSA uh, holder, it's going to look even better. And I like the design of it. You might actually find PSA 10 cards raw like that, okay? Less, less competition on those as well. Uh, another good place to buy your cards, Facebook groups, because I like it because you can deal directly with the seller. They know they're saving uh, the eBay fees and all that kind of stuff. Plus, you can get images really quickly and uh, ask questions about the condition and all that kind of stuff. And just be up front and say, hey, listen, I'm getting this graded here. What do you think, you know? Because some people are just like, hey, I, don't, I don't mess with grading. Or I don't want to wait for grading or I need the money now. And it, you can actually find some decent sellers that way. So, so make sure you get all your images and all your questions answered before you buy that item, okay? Another way to get them is, this is actually a very fun way. It's more expensive, but buying your own hobby boxes and opening up packs and all that kind of stuff. Now, granted, you're not going to be able to get, you know, maybe these guys here because nothing's going to be guaranteed, but you kind of don't get the PSA rejects that you find on eBay. Uh, you get to inspect them ex exactly right away there, so nobody's, nobody's shipping this thing two or three times. It's generally in better condition than you would find off something on eBay, but again, you're not guaranteed to find those big heavy hitter players that we're looking for. Um, and the real best way to do that, of course, buying that card directly, okay? Step six, very, very important one. This one's probably overwhelming for some of you guys that are just getting into cards, is inspecting your cards. <sighs> Let me say this again. Inspect your cards, okay? You gotta do this. Don't just get your cards and send them into PSA, okay? You gotta take a look at them. Don't be that guy, all right? So how do you do this? First off, get a magnifying light, okay? What does it look like? I'll put a picture up here somewhere for you guys to take a look at that. It's like $20 on, you can buy them on eBay or wherever you guys wanna buy them. I got one from Bright Tech, but there's plenty of other ones. It's just a magnifying light with a magnifying glass with a light so you can see the surface on your card. Okay, you can see scratches, print lines, okay? We don't wanna submit cards for the most part with scratches and print lines on them, okay? That's gonna devalue you, okay? It's gonna knock you down at least a grade, okay? Uh, take your time inspecting your, your, uh, your card. Inspect the surface on the front and the back. Okay, don't forget that back. You don't want to see any dings on there, dents and all that kind of stuff. That's going to absolutely crush you right there, okay? Also, inspect your corners. Nice, sharp corners. PSA is very big on corners. So if you got a card that's got a really soft corner or even a jammed up corner or a dent in the corner, probably don't want to get that one graded, okay? How is your centering? Okay, centering, we can kind of look at it with the naked eye. They have centering tools out there. Again, I'll post a picture up here somewhere. You guys can take a look at that. But PSA is pretty lenient on centering, 60-40. 
So you got a little bit of wiggle room, but again, PSA is very big on eye appeal. So if the car looks really, really good, it's got a better chance of getting a PSA 10. So surface is going to be important there. But also having fairly good centering. You know, I wouldn't go less than you know 55, 45 uh, for a card getting it uh, greater than. Again, this doesn't apply to every car. You know, take the Michael Jordan for example. If you're going to get a PSA five or six on that, and you bought you bought it for really cheap, you know, yeah, you can still make money on that, okay? But that's why we do our research with what stuff actually sells for first, okay? Uh, also, check your edges. Make sure you don't have any chipping on there. We talked about that. Getting cards with dark borders, it really opens you up to some chipping. So we want to try to avoid that. But again, you know, this all seems overwhelming. Trust me, it's not. I spent six months or so creating cards without a magnifying light, okay? And I was able to get PSA 10s and 9s back. I did get some 5s, 6s, and 7s, I think, a couple of times. Like, what, what, did I, what did I miss on this, you know? It's a piece of crap now. It's worth more out of the case than it is in the case, you know? It's not a big deal. You're going to learn. Uh, but again, make sure that you are submitting cards that you think, for the most part, are going to get a PSA 10, worst case, a nine okay this doesn't really apply to vintage cards because vintage cards you know five sixes and sevens do sell for those but for modern cards you got to get tens you got to get nines for the most part okay all right so now we've gone through all that you've got all your cards ready to go step seven now you got to submit them to psa i'm going to do a whole another video on this on why the importance of a psa submission group but essentially the psa submission group is kind of your liaison between you and psa they have a customer service app that you can talk to all the time find out where your cards are if you got questions and whatnot there are a couple really good groups out there but like pc sports cards is another good one uh, i use waxpack which is gemmint.com jerry does a really good job over there he's got a really nice online portal where you can just log right in you can see exactly what step of the grading process your cards are on you don't have to call them sgm it's all done right there so very very cool stuff uh, another tip never use 45 day service stop it don't use 45 day service okay I've done it four times before I knew better. I've gotten one of those back, and that was uh, from a February submission, okay? I've got like 100 cards in a 45-day with some other subgroup that I used before. I have no idea what step those are on. I don't even... They say they're at PSA, but I have no idea, okay? That's why I like using these uh, subgroups here. Got the online portal on stuff. But PSA 45-day, with busy as they are, you'll never get your cards back, okay? You'll get them back uh, in 2022, okay? You're just not getting them, Okay? Spend the extra money, do the 20 day for cards that are $500 or less. Okay, now that's what the, uh, the sales price that PSA determines for a PSA 10 card or whatever grade you get for that particular card, okay? So $500 or less, do the 20 day, $500 or more, do a 10 day service or you can do a five day service, whatever it is that you choose to do uh, for those more expensive cards, okay? Again, avoid 45 day at all costs. Stop it, people, don't do it. Don't make my mistake, okay? so. That's it. That's the seven kind of step process there. Again, you can kind of adjust this however you see fit there, but it's just kind of a general outline on the steps that you need to take to determine how to buy a card that you want to sell for money, okay? Don't buy crap. <sighs> Don't buy stuff that's not going to sell, okay? I'm just trying to save you guys all the legwork and all that stuff. I know it's fun to buy rookies and all that kind of stuff. It's fun to get a card that you buy for $10 and and sell it for for a thousand dollars. I had a a 2017 Panini Prism Jason Tatum green that I bought for raw for a hundred dollars, and then the grading fees was like seventy five. So I was into it for one seventy five. I sold it for thirty two hundred. Okay, 
that does not happen every day. It's not going to happen, okay? You're going to have to make buy the cards you're going to make $30, $40, $50 on sometime, okay? Don't buy the ones you're going to make $5 on, okay? That's stupid, okay? The guys that we talked about right now, you know, the Mahomes, the Trouts, the Bradys, the Bronze, these guys have are proven sellers, proven sellers, okay? Would you take your money and invest in your buddy startup or, or invest in an Amazon, okay? Which, which one do you want to do, okay? Probably Amazon, right? They're kind of a proven seller, right? Now, yes, they are a little more expensive, but they're, you know, a proven one that's going to make you money. So, anyway, I hope you guys really enjoyed this video here. Uh, I know grading can be very, very overwhelming. Trust me, it's not anybody can do it. I just told you how to do it. It's very easy. If you guys got questions, you know, let me know. Again, visit the website, powersportsmobility.com. You guys can also follow me over there on Instagram. And if you guys like this video and like this uh, channel, I definitely appreciate a like, subscribe, you can share the video, get this out to as much uh, many people as possible and help them out through the grading process because cards are blowing up and people are going to be going through grading here and I know they're going to have questions and hopefully this video helps them. So thanks again, guys, and I will see you on the next episode.